everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 224 for the week of May 26, 2012. I'm here with your RP Gamer um, upscale socialites. First off, we've got from the height of fashion and propriety among the world, John Yearworth of Britain. Quick, quick. It's summer in England. Come over here before it starts raining. Mm. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, basically, you get about three days of sunshine, and then it just rains. If you're not on your way now, don't bother, then. Yeah. All right. Sorry. But Sorry. You, you've missed the sun this year. <laughs> I saw the sun. It opened up my eyes. All right. Also here, basking what? in the perpetual glory of West Coast sunshine is Emmanuel Marino. It was cold this week. It was only like, it was like 65. Oh, what a poor thing you are. 65. That's bearable. This is supposed to be summer. I spent the week in 95 plus temperatures. All right. A guy oh, who... you will soon. When, he, when you roll on E3, it should get hot again. It yeah. should be like 100 every day. And a man who, whenever he has to deal with either temperature extreme, his city goes into bedlam and riots, Michael Tidwell. We don't go into riots. We just clam up in our houses and don't come out. <laughs> Because it's dangerous outside. We only riot when it's, um, you know, we're bored with everything else. Seattle has issues with, well, everything out of the norm, I guess, would be the Anything way Anything that's out of the range between <laughs> 45 and 75 is unacceptable in this state. You should, just, you should see what happens when it snows in England. Well, Do you shut down and you all hide in your houses and say, oh my God, it's the apocalypse? Yeah, basically. Like that's with, what we do. With yeah. two uh, inches? As people have jo- as people funnier than me have Two inches, that's it's, crazy. <laughs> it's, the white, it's the white substance capable of shutting down England that isn't anthrax. <laughs> or cottonwood in our case. I'm your host, Chris Rivetier. Just spent the week in Vegas for a work conference, but got to see some shows in the evening. And oh my gosh, whenever we went outside, it was really hot. But it wasn't too bad. It is a dry heat. And in Vegas, I that did. does matter a little, but not much. Last time yeah, dry heat's fine. You just drink some lemonade, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, doesn't quite work that way. But you- I went to Vegas for a wedding, and it was Memorial Day weekend, and I got out of the airport, and it was 104. Oh, jeez. I was just like, holy crap, I don't want to be in Vegas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> See, when I get out, and I feel like it's... I, it's like, oh man, it's so hot. What is it, like 85 or so? And I'm like, what, 100? Wait, what? Because it feels, you know, I'm in the Midwest usually, and when when it's 100, you no, you don't breathe outside. So it's it's interesting to be able to do that in Vegas. But now yeah, that's I'm, the kind of heat I'm used to. Just the sun is on your face. He's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no oxygen outside. You left that inside. Now I'm back All in right. good old Madison with where I get to deal with hay fever and Bratfest. It is Bratfest weekend here. So this weekend is all about going and eating as many brats as you can for like <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the fairgrounds. It's awesome. It's like Sorry. Heart disease what? and obesity sounds great. <clears throat> yes, it's Bratfest, it's John. Weekend. Bratwurst Festival. I, th- I thought you were referring to Bratwurst, but I wasn't going to be sure. Oh, no, no. It's br- yeah, yeah, Bratwurst. Bratfest, and uh, it's for charity and stuff. There's a bunch of charities that get on board, and your money goes split to all them. And uh, they, th- hundreds of thousands of bratwursts just sold over the course of the weekend. 
Awesome. Uh, worst beer and some Ludafisk. Uh, bad music groups, actually. But ice cream. So you can get the ice cream and just get out of there. There's a petting zoo balance? and crappy carnival rides and a climbing wall and kayaking. And Where's the alcohol? Oh, there's plenty of alcohol. And yeah. climbing walls? Yes. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Come on down. I have, a, I have a bright yellow shirt from there. Yeah, you do. You should be wearing it this weekend. Uh, I could. <laughs> it is breakfast time. All right. Uh, it is RBG cast time is what it is. So let's get into our feedback from last episode. Number one from Lord Kaiser says, question one. Do you guys, actually says, does you guys, think angry fans of White Knight Chronicles 2 who receive the news that they won't receive more DLC requests because they're exclusive to Japan can affect the sales of Nino Kuni? What? Yes. How do those two go together? Um, both made by level five, right? Both made by level five. So yeah, he, but one's distributed by Sony. One. He, I, I don't. I don't he's see thinking how those there's are fans who of level five work who bought White Knight Chronicles two who somehow weren't offended by the game itself. Who actually wanted more? First who of all, who want go that to far. play more and are being told no? All that stuff is not coming out in the U.S. I say White Knight. I'm say level five is doing them a favor. By getting them out of that game and onto something else, so no, I, I seriously, I it's a bad game. Why? Why would? Why would the fact that they're not releasing DLC for it affect another game in the Please future? Please spare me more White Chronicles. No, I, because I ba- because bad Very is subjective, bad. and some people like it a lot. <laughs> some people. Well, how many? Well, how many Japanese PS3 RPGs are coming out every day? You know what I'm trying to find out? Where uh, are the RPGs nowadays? You know, I feel like if, if you're into Japanese RPGs what? and you only have a PS3... Tales what? of Graces F just came out. You should be playing that. I just mean, like, what's on the schedule? There doesn't seem to be oh, much. Square's schedule. all quiet. And... Mm. So, you mean what's upcoming? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's check our release database. All right. Upcoming for the PlayStation 3. Our upcoming, for some reason, defaults to the Nintendo DS. I don't know why. Because I haven't yeah. coded it very well. <laughs> Atelier Meruru. That got delayed. Oh, yeah, that came, that came out on Friday for us. Comes out in three days for us. Followed by, let's see, Risen 2 is already out on Steam. And it'll be coming out on PS3. Uh, Record of Agarest War 2. That's um, really. Shoot me. That's for the people who are kind of into uh, dirty, Bratwurst. dirty anime, right? So Bratwurst. With really bad gameplay. Is the gameplay bad? I, I, I know Unless it's for they've the, somehow managed to improve it in the last two games. The the way the publisher's marketing in the US is for like a fetish market who's just into lolly girls or something like that. Isn't that still Axis? Uh yeah. I mean that's why do Axis anything they can to get sales. Of, I mean it's almost as bad as ignition. Like like we said on the podcast last week, the, the publisher in Europe I think it's Ghostlight, I don't, someone else maybe. They they're actually respecting their fans and treating them like people who not I think it is Ghostlight, but with nobody, you can't really disrespect Ghostlight for what they do because they're the ones responsible currently for bring, making sure Persona gets released in England. Mm, mm-hmm. So um, we, we can't hate them, you know. It's yeah. yeah. Upcoming, Mike, we've got a non-exclusive Darksiders two. That's in August. Then September, there's Borderlands two, and then a bunch of stuff that's so far out you can't even speculate on it. Um, no, that's so it. Not a ton. That's no, not a ton at all. I am still. I, 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 
There'll be a an, a Skyrim expansion at some point. Hopefully this year, maybe next year. Mm. 2013. That's when everything comes. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to wait for uh, Tokyo Game Show this year before we see a lot of stuff. Uh, I was hoping something would be announced at E3. <laughs> I'm not expecting much at E3. Ouch. Uh, yeah, but you have to remember, I I try and pay attention to the import game market as well. Yeah. I like. I'm kind of hoping Ban Presto puts out some more news about uh, the PS3 Super Robot Wars because we can kind of tapping our fingers. Sort yeah, of tapping well, that ain't feet coming out one. here. No, I know it's not, but I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> or, back to the original question, though. Um, the, what, do you know we... what the Wine Chronicles 2 <laughs> DLC actually was? No. Um, I, <clears throat> I think it's like the first one where there was like, oh, but all that stuff was free. Downloadable quests or something? Yeah, downloadable quests, but... But like, were they substant- like substantial things added to the story? Or I, just don't um, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. But you know they aren't like like Michael said they're handling by being handled by different publishers. Sony could have had like a licensing agreement. It could have been sponsored by another, by, by a company in Japan. There's mm-hmm. lots of reasons why why Night uh, Chronicles 2's DLC didn't. Well, this come guy out doesn't here. care about why. He just cares about you know the fact that well, it ain't happening. Is it going to spoil the Nino Kuni fans? Well, and, don't punish Level oh. Five for that. Level Five <clears throat> makes the game. They don't publish it. Publish them for making a crappy game. That's what they publish them for making for. a crappy game. I said punish them. Punish them. You said publish. Oh. I meant punish. Publish them too. Publish their punishment. Should developers <clears throat> have the obligation to support an online game till they decide to shut down? What does that mean? I I would think that that's always true, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's sort of like EA. Like you know how EA they shut down their servers on yeah. their uh, on Madden every year. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> uh, Sega Sega eventually shut I'm down saying, the Fancy Star Online servers. But this statement younger. is always going to be true. They decide they support it until they decided to shut it I down. I think they mean yes. until they shut down themselves. Shut who? The company. The company. Like if you make a ten year old game and you're still in business, you should be supporting it. Uh, yeah, that's the part uh, I'm like. No, what eh. he means is that the servers are online, but the company is not doing anything to support the game. What does that mean? The How servers are online. Servers. Ah, the in-game forum is completely unmoderated at the moment, and hackers with guild rate 99 run rampant when the guild rate maximum is 30. So they're not actually supporting the in-game activities. Oh, well, I say, fan, uh, using again, Fantasy Star Online had this problem back in the Dreamcast days. In fact, that was even when Sega was still operating the servers, was they didn't really support them very much. So he's, he's asking, do they have an obligation to provide a moderated environment while they are maintaining the servers? Or is it okay to just leave the servers on and let whatever happen happens? You know, to be honest, it's, you're lucky if they leave the servers on for 10 years. Yeah, Be grateful well, that happens at all. Well, this isn't, this isn't even a year. This game hasn't even been out a year and they've already given up on it. I, I think Blizzard's the exception to the rule. Most companies don't keep their servers online for 12 years and continually patch it. But I'm not like asking for 12 to- years. I'm asking for a year, right? I know, what you're, I know but I'm just like to the, to the thing I was just saying yeah. is that I think Blizzard's the exception because they actually do moderate their form. They still have a Diablo 2 section. They still do all these things. I mean, with most companies, you like EA, you don't get a year on the server. So at this point, I'm just happy that these servers are up, period. <laughs> I think asking for anything more than that is wishful thinking. And if you think that you have a right to it, not be- you really don't. Because when you when you bought the game and signed up for the EULA, the terms of service says we can dis- discontinue service of this product whenever we feel fit, blah, 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 blah. I think I'm starting to understand this guy's frustrations. Really, 
Oh, um, I do. Oh, I understand this, frustrations absolutely. Level but, five in the U.S. is just not a company to respect as far as its fan support right now. Level five has yet to actually initialize U.S. offices. Well, then it's partners in the U.S. Well, that you could go with. I mean, but yeah. you know, you can say that Sony. <clears throat> I mean, this one's Sony, right? White Knight Chronicles. Sony is basically yeah. screwing its fans over here. Mm. Yeah, well, that's Sony. Sony screws their fans everywhere, just one continent at a time. So be well, upset. Well, Sony's putting most of their money. They're putting most of their money into Naughty Dog and uh, and PlayStation Heroes and Move stuff. They don't really care about bringing over Japanese games as much as they used to. Guess you should be happy this game came out at all if you played the first White Knight Chronicles. You know, it sounds cynical, but but it's just like like look where they're putting their efforts. New God of War. Play, new multiplayer move stuff. I mean, uh, PlayStation Hero, like PlayStation uh, Smash Brothers. Hey, I'm uh, gonna play that. That's gonna be awesome. You really love Sweet Tooth that much? No, I'm just plays Parappa. <laughs> Dude, you rapping cool. It's in the game. Leave me alone. Kick punch it's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'll show you. Find the things I teach you. Sure, I'll beat you. Nevertheless, get a lesson from teacher. Now kick, kick, kick. punch, punch. <laughs> you really did play Parappa. That's what yes, you would do. Yes, I did. <laughs> you with the three second delay. Yes. Punch. <laughs> punch. <P-p-punch. laughs> All right. So let's see. I I just love that Queen Latifah sound alike in stage two. Um, let's see. Do you think? Oh, third question is: How do you think this will affect Level Five if they decide to make another online game in the future? <laughs> I don't see I'm, them. I'm, make, I'm, well, they are it, Dragon Quest Ten, right? Or is that someone yeah. else? No, they're, wait, they're doing Dragon, wait, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Ten was level five. They I know are, I've written new stories. Dragon Quest Seven. Yeah, I think Dragon Quest Ten Square Enix. It is. No, no, it no. Is not level they do, five. They are yeah. the developer, not the publisher. No, no. Developer Square Enix Armor Project. It's all in house this time. No, no level uh, five. Uh, uh, are you sure? Yeah. I remember well, this. This was a big story because it was like, <coughs> oh, level five's not doing it. Um, uh, no one interested. Well, not to sound unpopular, but Square Enix, as far as their Final Fantasy games is concerned, at least have a reasonable online service record. I mean, Final Fantasy XI has remained up for almost 10 years. Yeah, they've got, they're batting 50%, right? 11 up, 14, not so good. See, hey, 14 may have been a disaster, but at least they kept, they kept it free while it was a disaster and let you keep on playing. No, you have to pay now, and it's still a disaster, right? Oh. Is it? Not as much as a disaster. Yeah. Says the guy who, along with me, couldn't even get ourselves to log in during the free If they had the done it a month weekend. ago. <laughs> it was 10 days of free play. We had the clients. It was like, all right, let's see what's new. Now nah, let's Wait, just go play Terra instead. Play <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, though. I think most gamers, like the kind of people that I meet whenever I go to, I feel like I'm out of touch sometimes with real gamers, mm-hmm. which sounds weird because well, we're all real well, we gamers, do a podcast right. every day. But I'm just like, like the people you see at PlayStation events. You do a podcast events. every day? Man, no wonder I never miss so many. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like the people who I meet just, you know, who, who are excited about E3, who talk yeah. about games, just people on Twitter or just people I, I, I meet at different events or game stuff, I don't think they have any idea about this situation. Oh, this, and, what, situation? this level five thing? Yeah, about yeah, how absolutely. it will affect their online community. I, yeah, I, I just think general gamers don't know. Yeah. They don't care. And I think the people who... who 
I mean, are you not going to buy Nino Kuni if you're if you, if, you're, if you love if you love Japanese role playing games and you love uh, Studio Ghibli? Are you really not going to buy? Nino Kuni isn't even an online game, so none of these issues matter. So, yeah. do you think White Knight Chronicles Two would have been done better at the hand of other publishers? <coughs> yes, obviously. If Atlas was supporting it, it would have been a little different, right? But you mean Atlas published it? Yeah. They would have been doing the support too. Though. Yeah, look what they did with uh, Demon Souls. They only they when that game first came out, they said we're going to basically have these servers up for a year, and they extended it an extra year. Oh, you're spoiling and, the news. And there's now, and there's yeah, I was going to say, and there's a new story out now that they're extending that indefinitely. Indefinitely, which wow, means someone see, gave them go. some money. <laughs> new spoiler. Yes, it's this lack of support common with other games in the online community. Um, it depends on the publisher. Yeah, no, pretty much anything. Yeah, Gamers first think, or K two, you'll see this sort of lack of support. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it varies a lot by company. Because if you look at, um, I would say, even just Square Enix with the Final Fantasy games, they're still running operational with patches and community support. Um, companies like Blizzard have, you know, very strong, like, support network, strong contact with their users and stuff like that. Even some of the like the smaller free to play game operators still have, like some kind of community liaison person. Um, it's like Blizzard, it's goodwill. Like they, they don't need to support that stuff. They do it because they know they still have fans who like those games. Hell, they'll even give away copies whenever they get the chance, like in collector's editions. It's like, yeah, this mm. is still up. Go see our history. We know your fans, you enjoy it. Like, but EA, their business model is, we're turning off these servers for Madden whatever so you can buy next year's Madden. And then we're going to turn off those servers so you can go buy next year's Madden. EA seems to be a strange one because yeah they do that for they do that for um, like stuff like Madden and they have a reputation amongst like they seem to have a kind of general reputation that their customer service and their their, their attitudes towards their customers are generally considered terrible but um, they do still or I don't know who's currently responsible for them, but I think that maybe just to do oh things like older games like say Battlefield twenty one forty two but. Um, I think EA in that respect is only responsible for running like the, the, the login server for the for the people, and all of the servers are run by third parties, which may be where the difference lies. There you go. It depends. If you're lucky, maybe the next big level five game will come from Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just want EA will continue to run the Mass Effect three servers, the multiplayer ones. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm okay with them being done. They're making a ton of money on that right now. They're going to keep that up as long as they could keep on letting people gamble with their uh, <laughs> with their price Bio packs. Weapons. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to do it as long as it makes money. So, if people keep playing Mass Effect Three, then then they'll you know keep doing it. Yeah. They'll probably do more DLC that will involve the servers, and then keep them going. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Dear RPG cast, I think for the last few episodes, Anna has been transformed into a robot. Her crackly mechanical voice is a dead giveaway. If that is indeed true, that is so cool. If not, bring back the real Anna with her real voice. Um, now we have no Anna, so I don't know. She must have been completely assimilated. Other than that, here are a few questions to ponder. Number one. At this point in time, if you had to get rid of all your devices that were capable of playing games except one, which would you keep? <laughs> easy, easy. You'd keep your PC. Yeah, PC. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, 
Because I can emulate everything else. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Even oh, if I just kept, everything else. Even if you just kept like an iMac or a MacBook, you could still install Windows on it and then still play everything from Steam. So oh. no matter what, a personal computer of any kind. Uh, Diablo 3 is running poorly on my MacBook Pro, though. I need a... Oh, it runs really well on mine. Uh, it doesn't work at all. I, I've got everything turned down low and it's still really bad. Really? Mine is yeah. great. Uh, you know what it is, though? It's because I have that NVIDIA graphics card. I have an NVIDIA 330M on mine, and it's still really? running like poo. I have an NVIDIA 320M, and it runs like a dream. I know, I know, I know. I've been reading all the forums, and it's it's this th- whole thing. It's like uh, two to one. Like two people be like, runs great, runs great. And then one person's like, it runs like crap on mine. <laughs> so like there's something and up. The funny <laughs> thing is your 330M is definitely a better graphics card I know, than mine. I know, I know. I, so I don't know what's wrong, but... Yeah, Maybe. I was just playing like two hours before the podcast, I and should... I beat Big Boss. There were like a hundred enemies on the screen. No slowdown. <sighs> I need to put like maybe put it in. My maybe you don't partition. use any anti-aliasing or something. I got that off. I have everything on low, and I have the low effects button ticked, and it's still. Poor I have frame everything rate. high. I have high. Uh, I have high uh, <laughs> physics. I have high detail. Are you are you in Windows or Mac? Hmm. I'm in I'm in uh, OS ten. <sighs> See, <sighs> maybe if it's I funny. boot over to Windows, it'll just work right. Something oh, yeah, might be it, wrong with my OpenGL or something. It must, you know, it could just be a, a small bug in your graphics driver. Anything, who knows? I know, I know. Did I'm on 1074. Um, that you can't update drivers by themselves oh, on Mac. You're talking on Macs. Yeah, I'm on OS 10. If I, I, you know, Mike, I would probably just work great in Windows. That's kind it of would. the irony, you know. <laughs> For sure. It just. But I say, if you can only get one thing that plays, like look at Steam and the back catalog they're having now. You even got like stuff like a. What was that big? Our East just came out on Steam. Mm-hmm. You have emulators. You yeah. got all this. Oh, yeah, that's you, that's you a no-brainer. Yeah, go with the, go with the PC. Yep. Do you agree? Oh wait, no, I skipped ahead. Some big name titles have recently been delayed to 2013. And you mean course, all of them? By some, he mean, yeah, everything. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite, Aliens, Colonial Marines, or Colonial Marines. Sorry, the next Lara Croft game, and the reboot of Devil May Cry. Do you care? Yeah, I um, care. All I care about is Bioshock there. I don't care about any of the other of those. Well, yeah, but still, but Bioshock is, was a big deal, and those, like, those were one of the yeah. big tentpole titles for the year. I'll be able to wait, though. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Any interest or excitement? Oh, wait, sorry. Anyone else crying about something that was dis- de- delayed? Mike? Stuff delayed? What? John? Big shock. You know, yeah, <laughs> but you don't care. You got plenty to no. play. I'm playing Terra. Do you feel the same, John? Oh, what? Uh, the, the, some of the stuff on there delayed until 2013? No, I don't really care. And other stuff, not, too. Not just this I, stuff. Well, I, I don't know. I, I had my rage. Do you I had care rage stuff's last, delayed? Oh, no. I, I, I had my rage last year when the suspected release date for the PS3 Super Wars was apparently going to fall right on my birthday. And then it got delayed a lot. Hmm. I, I was sad face. Mike, we need an, uh, an all-platforms drop-down on this release date thing. I'm rewriting the whole thing. Oh, okay. That'll work. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Ooh. Nintendo Wii Virtual Console. I like this category. Nothing's in it because they never tell us what's coming. <laughs> Sega Genesis. What's upcoming on the Sega Genesis in the U.S.? Oh, nothing. Interesting. Also my favorite. Did that Sega Genesis collection just come out? Famicom Disk System. What's upcoming? the best script ever all right so let's see where is the pc 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 is it on do we have a pc category mike uh it should be windows thank you windows hey 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 what's with discrimination over here <laughs> let's see is uh, there a macintosh cat there is no macintosh mac- americans there is no mac category oh wait there yes, it, is. it is all right macintosh 
Um, Elder Scrolls Online and Avernum. <laughs> Two. <laughs> that's that's for all the entire future in our database for Mac is those two things. Not even World of Warcraft Pe- Miss of Pandaria, which is coming out on the Mac. Not not. I listed. guess I really should be excited for the next Elder Scrolls game. By Oof. the way, think- uh, on the Windows one, Legend of Grimrock is out. It's still listed as upcoming to be announced. <laughs> you know, Guild Wars Two has no date. <laughs> all right. All right, so in 2013 on the PC, still nothing important. Elder Scrolls Online, yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys, there's not that much that was delayed or really announced far in the future that I care about. So I, I, I'm yeah. not up, really upset other than maybe Bioshock. That's the only thing. But I, I was also kind of, I was kind of looking forward to Bioshock, but yeah, I take a kind of it's done when it's done approach to that one. Oh yeah, yeah don't rush that game. Is please, there anything please, that's please like... Don't, please don't rush that game. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is there outside of Bioshock that people are really looking forward to in the next year or two now that Diablo 3 is, you know, out? There's like, is there <sighs> a big thing? What's the buzz on Halo 4? Are people mm. like generally excited for that? Well, I guess you are. No, not really. No? I, I certainly am Halo not, but I'm not play? a Halo guy, so... I'd, I'd rather I'm I'm much more interested in Bioshock than Halo Four. I don't know. I I just don't know. Yeah. Borderlands Two is coming out. All right. Torchlight's coming out soon. People are excited Torchlight about that. Torchlight Two, yay! Yeah, but those are those are. Is soon. Torchlight Two a, a game that you look forward to for years? Some people have. All right. All right, then. I would say a small community has for a while, and then it, since the beta, it's exploded. But those people are waiting for like three months, not three years. Michael's been looking forward to Castle Age on his uh, web browser. You know, wow, I can think of what? like this. Oh, the next big- <laughs> do, you know what do you know what triggered that? No. Someone talked in the in the Facebook. Yeah. And so Raptor thinks that I stopped playing and then restarted playing. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? I'm not playing Castle Age. <laughs> You're playing Terra. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can only think of two. Okay. There, I can only think of the two big things that people are waiting for and been waiting for for years. Yeah. Is uh, the next Half-Life game. Yeah. And the StarCraft expansion. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, Heart of the Swarm. Yeah, I kind of want that one. So the only thing like... to be excited for since Half-Life 3 is like not happening like ever is the next Blizzard game. Is that really what it comes down to? Oh, the Diablo 3 expansion. I'm yeah, sure I know. People are already waiting for <laughs> Whatever that. Whatever the next Blizzard game is, just let's start counting down to that. All right. I'm fine with that. That's just kind of weird. Any interest or excitement amongst the RPG crew for The Last of Us by Naughty Dog? Yes. Naughty Dogs don't make schemes. I, I didn't even know. Was this the one that people didn't? I, I don't even remember. Is this it, is the one that people out? have just come back from E3 Judges Week talking about how amazing it is. Probably okay. one of the best things they saw. So this oh, is not God. the Ubisoft one that I was thinking of. No, this of. is the one where um, it's the guy and the girl and, and the destroyed New York and they're humans with fungal infections. Oh, uh, this is fungal zombies, right. Yeah. Based on what people have been saying, it's uh, it's a it's a departure from, from what's it called, Uncharted. I'm more excited about this than I am Uncharted. All right. It'll be good. I mean, let's be honest. The, the, the kind of money that Sony gives Naughty Dog, it, it'll be a high-quality product. Well, we'll is this, see. Is this the people who would normally make Uncharted? Are they making this? Oh, yeah. It's the Uncharted guys. It's that team? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Manny's excited, and the rest of us are like, 
fungus uh, zombies. I wouldn't say like I'm uh. um, um, champing at the bit, as Chris would like to say. <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. interesting. I'll keep an eye on it. Do you agree, disagree, or simply don't care about the fact that Diablo 3 has to be played on the normal before you can select any other difficulty? Oh my gosh. With so many reports on the interwebs that the normal difficulty is simple, too easy, and boring for many gamers, does it make sense to force all players to start there? I I don't know how to answer this question because you can't just jump into Nightmare. You would just be slaughtered. It's not a difficulty level. It's the next difficulty. Your character basically levels through all these difficulty levels in a linear fashion. So it's yep. like... Nightmare it's, starts at 30. Yeah, basically. I, Basically, I mean, you'll be able to get in there early, especially what happened in Diablo 2 is you would start rushing and you would finish normal in about an hour, maybe um, with friends or just strangers. And then you jump in a nightmare and start cranking. Well, not. Yeah, yeah. You'd crank through normal and then you just start rushing. You usually have one big guy and everyone else would tag along. And then you start getting through all the way to hell and then you start leveling in the, in the cow level. And then that's where you get all your experience. Um, of course, that's for end game grinding. So I don't know. I think I don't know what to it tell makes you. sense for like for a few reasons because there's they're obviously getting a, a bunch of new people who've never played Diablo two for this before, and they want you to they spend a lot of time making those cutscenes and those story dollars. They want you to maybe take some time with it, see the story, see the cutscenes, experience the world, maybe get familiar with the new systems, get some achievements. Well, I would also say out get out friends. of Act two before you call normal too easy, or get out of Act one is what I meant. Sorry. That's fine. You only have to do it once, and then you never have to do it ever again. Yeah, you do. What the? Yeah. That's how you level a new character. You, your character starts in normal. Oh, but then I just meant after that you can start making hardcore characters. But hardcore characters dot... No, hardcore doesn't mean it's harder. Hardcore no, means no, once you die No, no, I'm just saying if you want more challenge. If you want more oh. challenge to make it... Well, yeah, you could do that I, as soon as you hit level 10, actually. Well... I heard someone this morning, and they're like, oh, my wizard died. It was 37. There went 20 hours of my life. I'm like, why would you do that? Because they enjoy it. It adds attention to the game. Until you lose and then cry a lot. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I I know some people, like like I think Glenn, he played up to 10, then started a new character on Hardcore and just played through normal like that. And I I think that made it a more of an exciting experience for him. It's for that Demon Souls crowd, right? Who want things super... Super tension, like you—you you really don't want to die. All right. Hmm. I didn't die. In what? Demon Souls. You finished Demon Souls. And I got like through five acts, and I hadn't died yet, and I kind of got bored. <laughs> really? Yeah. How do you get through an act in Demon Souls? You go to those the end of the level. You got through five stages. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Without dying. Yeah the heck were you doing i'm gonna play your build <laughs> were you the, <laughs> the, ma- the magic user has. were you the magic user uh no i was like the stabby person <laughs> well that narrows it down all right i'll get more info on that build later <laughs> i'll have to check my character now i haven't played in like a year and a half I, yeah i could i would love to have that build and try it in dark souls i used to be excited about metal gear rising then it died then it got resurrected now it's going to be making waves at E3. Are you interested in playing it, or will this be too much action and not enough RPG for y'all? I didn't know RPG? It was, I didn't know it was ever going to be RPG. <laughs> I, did, uh, I, I, I kind of really want to play the new one, like, a lot. Does it still look like Fruit Ninja, or do they make it better looking? It, it's, it's, being made, it's, 
it's being made by the people who made... Um, oh, it's Platinum now, isn't it? Yeah, it's being yeah. made by the people who made Bayonetta and Vanquish, which I think were two of the... Two, probably two of the best action games I've ever played. That's enough for me to know that I want to stay paying attention to it. The problem is I haven't played Bayonetta or Vanquish, so... Wait, did you oh, see the trailer, well, Chris? The last E3 trailer? I mean, the last big trailer? Go and play no, it. Seriously. No. I say watch that trailer, then you decide. Oh, I'll be able to tell just from that, huh? Which A lot of people were down on it. Is this the uh, VGA trailer? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Konami... Let's see. Are you going to watch it right now? No, no, I was going to say... Uh, oh, there's a blade... Going across the screen. All right, I'm going to skip forward about a minute here. Okay. <laughs> Guys, slicing <laughs> people. Looks like cyborgs and uh, jumping cinematic. Does Metal Gear Ray come and try to slam you down yet? No, no, but uh, he's a. Uh, well, that's not. That's someone else. That's not. Where's. What's his face? Fancy pants. Oh, there he is. All right. Riding. Uh, he's there, he's got his fake jaw, blah, 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 blah. He's slicing, he's slicing and dicing. He's slicing. Wow, this looks... He, sli- he slices, he dices. No, he's- but seriously, he's slicing at people, but it's not chopping them in half. And, like, you just spot- watch this entire... Oh, okay, you have to use a superpower to cut in half. They show all these cutscenes of, like, people slicing people in half, and then you get up there and start chopping, chopping people, and they don't, like, get cut in half at yep, all. That was so one of the big complaints. Like you have this gigantic sword that can cut through metal gears or whatever, and you're whacking this guy with it like a hundred times, and nothing happens to well, him. Well, I mean, at least they have it in there in some way with the. Well, with, hey, no, with the, the animated g- the animated Ooh. gif I remember from yeah the animated gif I remember from it was basically uh, slowing down time slightly, cutting a guy with it eighteen times, and then sort of punching oh, yeah, him in the face the and watching that, him explode. No, that, that was, was in the here. Dead version of the game. I no, think. that was in here. That's in this okay, trailer. I just saw it. Um, but, okay. There was, the older trailers, remember, there was you would slow them down and you would chop them up like bit by bit, like the watermelon trailer, the older yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So in this one, he kind of blocks a parry from a Metal Gear and flips it over and throws it away. That's kind of cool. I'll take that. All right, I'm, I, I I'm would recommend doing though, Chris, watching. is play uh, to see what they get, see what games they've done previously. As in, go and play, play Vanquish, play Bayonetta, play Vanquish, play Bayonetta. Oh, right, well, I have Bayonetta. Uh, Xbox or 360 version? It's important. Um, uh, the Xbox or the 360 version? <laughs> yes, to Sorry, both. The PS3 or Xbox. <laughs> I have the Xbox version. Is that a problem? Okay. Xbox version. Is, I'm sorry, what? You've got the better the one. Then. Well, I think uh, I yeah. did that on purpose. Um, yeah, because the, the, the PS3 version of Bayonetta is a crappy port. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. which Stick. version of Vanquish do I want? Uh, either. I have the PS3 version, and they managed to fix the problems. All right, so I'm going to see... There's a Wii listing. I'm on Guzex. Who's... This is the fun part. You get to learn what platform people actually bought a game on because you see who's actually offering them for trade and what which ones people actually want. Um, offers, everything's on hold. Yep, more 360. What a shock. I'm, I'm just so shocked. No, wait. No, I take it back. I take it back. People are more interested in Vanquish on the PS3. Okay. Whatever. Oh, that bored the entire podcast. So, let's see. That was exciting. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> it's time for news. Let's start some news. Let me tell you, if you're excited by that, this news is just going to leave you wanting. All right. First story is the biggest story of the week. You've heard it 25 times already. We're going to give it to you once more. You know the people who made Kingdoms of Amalur? 
Yeah, they're not making yep. any more Kingdoms of Amalur anytime soon. So they're, the entire staff of 38 studios and big, huge games have been laid off. Not only that, they had no idea this was coming because apparently as of last week, like when the, the loan stuff was going on, we remember that loan payment they couldn't make? Apparently they didn't actually make it after all, and they couldn't make it. Um, yeah, they didn't know that they were in such bad situations. The executive teams were lying to them, telling them everything would be okay. They were talking about it. This is funny. Somebody did uh, some investigative journalism by sitting down in the nearby Dunkin' Donuts to the studio and listening to the barista kind of ask them, how are things? And, you know, I saw this news. Is everything okay? And everyone's like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Oh, yeah, we talked about everything. It's, it's, it's not a big thing. The media is blowing up the story. Um, now, a week later, we realized, no. No, everything was not going to be fine. In addition to that, so the executives keeping them... Well, no, because he had some pending uh, requests for different loans, (laughs) but nobody was giving it to him. Yes, but they were told that everything was blown out of proportion. They didn't realize it was... it would have been fine. Yes, but that's being on a knife's edge, Mike. Hey, it's Kurt Schilling, man. (laughs) And I I don't think it was just Kurt in this situation, because Kurt got fired like everybody else. This is... um, this was bigger beyond Kurt. This was into his exec team. Um, in addition to all of that and the, the execs not really letting people know how close to death they were and just let them keep going on. So they had a lot of people relocate to develop this MMO. And what they did is the company bought their houses from them so that they could um, buy new houses in their new area and not have to worry about mortgages on their old house. Well, the problem is they didn't actually pay for those houses or they didn't actually sell them so now that 38 studios gone all those are defaulting and it's going the the liabilities on those mortgages are going back to the original owners of the houses so a lot of the developers now have double mortgages surprise you have two mortgages to deal with yay surprise giant lawsuit and criminal charges yes and that's Uh. of course what's going to come next So this is uh this ex- uh, people are painting this as uh, the execs really screwed this up and I I I can see that and uh, this should be interesting to see how that uh, pans out. I don't know. I don't think it's interesting. You don't think I it's think interesting? It's just sad. Well, no. I think there'll be I mean, some interesting. The there'll be like... some scandal that comes out of it. That's the interesting part. But not right. really. Well, what's interesting is that they had to sell. Over three million units of reckoning to make that game profitable. <laughs> I didn't see that. Where did that come? Oh yeah, from? yeah. Okay, oh. so uh, Reckoning sold one million copies, which is great, great. for a new IP yeah. from yeah. a new studio and a new game no one's ever seen before. That's fantastic. But <laughs> they had to make three. They had to sell over three million to be profitable. Well, that's just to be profitable. Just, just to be profitable. That's just to break even, then. Oh, you're and right. No, no, you're right. Just to break even, they had to make three million. Oh my. You're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't going to happen. Um, Can you believe how that, like, what kind of like fantasy world do they live in? A million for a brand new IP? And this is where the game. criticism of the executives comes in, because who, who uh, lays the future of your studio on the idea of having a blockbuster super success on the order of Call of Duty first out of the gate? Yeah, your first game from a new studio, new IP, is going to be AAA game. It's going to sell four million. It was a AAA three- game, but... It yeah. was what? It was a triple A game. A AAA but game. That's, uh, that's debatable. All right. <laughs> really? 
I get. Well, it depends how we're defining AAA. All right, so fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got, you gotta you gotta do numbers like Diablo three and Call of Duty to, <laughs> to really sustain your studio. Or and even get just that like, MMO uh, even just like in terms of quality levels, I I, I think it I think the content uh, it was a good game. But it certainly wasn't like this groundbreaking great game that changed people's like it wasn't a Skyrim. In well, terms of how like people are like, wow, this see, is amazing. When you start going down that route, you're going to get people who talk about how they like it better than Skyrim. So Skyrim sucks compared to Elmore. <laughs> but see, okay, I knew fine, that was but coming. you know what I'm saying? The general perception. <laughs> yes, I do know what you're trying to say. Michael doesn't want... Mike's being bitter. <laughs> he doesn't want anyone insulting his precious Amalur. Don't <laughs> trust my... <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad game at all, but it's... It's not. Uh, I'm gonna sell four million units, and then our entire studio is gonna be. We're gonna nope. make so much money that we can support making an MMO for like another two years. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, Final Fantasies don't even sell a million units in the U.S. anymore. Yeah. So these people are were hallucinating when they thought that they yeah. could do this. So great. <laughs> so terrible. It makes sense though when you hear that along with everything else. It's just like wow. This was fated, doomed to failure. Rather. What a what terrible manner! And like like I said, Emlor is not a bad game, not by any stretch of the imagination. But they did man, a great it's... job on that game, and but yeah, the, they needed a miracle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Eve Online has been going for not really a big miracle, but they want to kind of get back in their fans' good graces. They had a really rough expansion uh, with it with Incarna and now they got their new expansion out called Inferno it is free I think we talked about some of the details of it last week I just want to let you know it is out now so you can go download that if you're an Eve player it's free you don't have to pay anything extra just your normal subscription fee it's included there's lots of patch notes you can check it out and look into what's new there a lot of PvP enhancements and some other non-PvP enhancements as well. I'd love to get in there and give you some impressions of it, but it's kind of hard when we've got games like Terra and Diablo 3 out and all this other stuff vying for time. But uh, maybe I'll be able to pull that off before E3 hits. No. No? You won't, no. John, you've been playing some in, uh, Inferno, right? Do you have any new thoughts or feelings about the new new patch? Um, well, the I don't know how recent... I'm not sure if Inferno patched in the specific functionality, but... The um the well I think you could, you could previously look up um, which alliances were were at war with which corporations. What you can look at now is you can also see all of the kills made during that war and ha- approximately how much the ships were worth. Oh, it's cool. quite amusing. It's quite amusing being like say looking up the, the like the the war, particularly when one 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 of the sides is smack talking heavily on the forums and realize that thanks to the actions of several idiots, they've lost like. <laughs> trillion, well, billions worth of equipment because they AFK'd, they AFK'd while leaving a station and got ganked oh. by a war, you know, by a by someone they were at war with. Oh. You know, I saw someone who with like a, a t- lost two point three, approximately two point three billion is because he was stupid enough to get his Tech Two Raven blown up in a zero point nine system. In a in a point nine, yeah. How he, do you lost, do he, that? <laughs> Well, they're at war. Oh, when right. you're at war, the, um, the people you're at war with have free reign to shoot at you, regardless of where you are in the universe. Oh. You know, the security system doesn't matter. And oh. that was in Jita. He undocked from Jita and got blown up. <laughs> and he lost two, something like 2.3 billion is because he has an officer fit golem, which is a Tech 2 Raven. And it's just like, damn. Would, for you know, people who don't know Eve... Point nine is an area where you usually can't PvP without serious repercussions and getting your own ship blown up. 
and a Tech 2 Raven would be a very expensive, nice ship. So, yeah, and yeah it, the, the, the ship that was blown up. And also, when it, it, not only that, but it also gives you the, um, the information that was previously displayed on the um, kill mail stuff. Uh-huh. So basically, not only can you see what ships they've lost and what ships have been killed, but you can also look at the individual kill report and actually see who killed them in what ship and how much damage they did in order to kill them and what loot survived. Wow. Because presumably that was <laughs> promptly picked up by the people who ganked him and sold at the nearby station for quite a hefty profit. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's in, I mean, people have been raging about it, about the expansion this time, but although the, 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 the reason for the rage this time is because the, the new inventory system is, was not as popular as oh, thought. Oh, it's, it's not good? Oh. It's not that it's. I mean, personally, I think it's an improvement to the game. <laughs> the the game was, was uh, the, the fact that the, in, the the inventory system had hardly changed since launch back in like two thousand and four. It really needed work, so I was hoping it this would be work. good. And yeah. the, the the changes aren't perfect because it's it's a you know it's a pretty hefty redesign of the inventory stuff. Mm-hmm. But with a bit of tweaking, I think it could be much better than the old system. All right, but. As I said, there's been a lot of whining on the forums, but to be really honest, that seems to be what a lot of players do when any expansion for EVE Online hits. It's just, mm. you know, hit the forums and whine endlessly about it. Well, uh, continuing the whining about MMO thread, we have the older public has showing up in the news this week because somebody did a survey based on, uh, I assume they use all the in-game search functionalities on all the servers, and they did some work to try and figure out that, yeah, 25% of its subscriber base uh, has left since launch, but how bad's the situation? How many people are on the servers at any one time? Uh, if you've listened to Anna before on the show, she said the most important number in the MMO um, market is not really how many subscribers you have, but how many concurrent users you have, because that drives a lot of your profit and loss. So somebody did some work to try and figure that out. So they did some calculations and came back with a figure of 73,693 is the estimated worldwide population of all servers for the past two weeks. Uh, That doesn't mean how many people subscribe to the game or play the game actively. That's how many people logged in at one time. That that means people are constantly going in and out and going in and out. So you could have hundreds of thousands of players um, resulting in that particular number. So we go ahead and take that further and look at... How many, you know, what's the busiest server at any time? Uh, they have one server that called the Fat Man, which seems to have an average of 2,006 players on that server at any particular time. Uh, that's just an average, so it'll go higher, it'll go lower. Uh, but let's keep going. There's 214 servers for Star Wars The Old Republic, and the less popular servers are pretty empty and so what happens, you actually have an average of 344 players online at any given time on a particular server, which doesn't seem particularly good. Uh, and at the very least, if nothing else, um, if that 73,000 number is okay for the older public, uh, if nothing else, it probably means that there's going to be some server consolidation coming, uh, coming soon, because that's uh, pretty darn empty. And no one cares. I thought I, it was a you've read a bunch of numbers, and I'm not entirely sure which ones matter. <laughs> Me neither. So they're going to merge some servers. Okay. Well, we think so. Cool. 74,000 uh, uh, players online <laughs> on the older public at any point in time, average. Out of, out of how many servers? Okay, there's 74,000 players total across all the servers, 214 servers. 
Yeah, that is way too many servers for 74,000 yeah, people. Yeah, so it averages to about 344 at any point in time on one server. Ow. Oh. I remember when I played 11 and I would log in and there were less than 3,000 people and I'm like, man, there's just no one here today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It seems, uh, it seems not good for Old Republic at this point. Uh, they're going to have to do something to drum up interest. I hope they announce an expansion or something because they've got nothing coming that is really driving interest in the game right now. Probably D3, right? You, you would something. hope. You would hope. Um, but the news continued to not be so good for them, and they announced that uh, they're going to do layoffs, or they did layoffs. So they are laying off... Uh, let's see. They just said layoffs. They didn't say how many people laid off. They did layoffs in their Austin studio, uh, which is the studio making The Old Republic. Um, they got rid of some really good people, but they're trying to focus on keeping the game going well. Uh, I don't have any numbers for you of how many people were played off. I thought there would be more, but no. There you go. So, Old Republic, no one's logging in, and no one's coming to work. So, looks great. Bummer. Bummer, no? No, bummer, yeah. I think that sucks. You have, you didn't play Old Republic. I don't like when people have so much high expectations and then they have to lay people off. Hmm. I think it's just, I think it's something weird and quirky with gaming that I don't really understand, but it seems to happen far too much. Well, as people have pointed out, it's a pretty good single-player game. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only person you can find to play with. <laughs> <laughs> find a friend and go through the agent storyline. I recommend it. It's good. All right. Ease Origin. Here's some good news. Ease Origin is coming out uh, in English for the first time ever, and it will be in Steam on May 31st, 2012. That means five days from today next thursday it'll be 20 bucks in the u.s 15 pound or 15.99 euros 12.99 pounds and 399 rubles really that's cool i didn't i've never seen prices in rubles before that's awesome uh depending of course on what country you're in that will drive which price you pay so there's also some steam enhancements to this game not found in the Japanese version. There'll be achievements, cloud save support, leaderboards, widescreen compatibility, and enhanced gamepad support. This sounds great. I'm so happy this stuff's coming to Steam. Thank you, Xseed. That's pretty sweet. Any guys going to pick up the Ease games into those? No? Yes? Um, the only one I tried it was so bad that... I mean, the execution of the game was so bad. It wasn't the game itself. It was just like the UMD loaded like crap that I've never really been able to get into the whole series. So it's one of those, boy, I'd sure like to try if I uh, got something to, I, you know, could actually play. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Game of the Year edition for Dead Island. Manny, you excited? You excited? No? <laughs> no? All right. He's, he's asleep. All right, Game of the Year edition of Dead Island's coming. It'll have the original game plus several of its DLC expansions, the Bloodbath Arena mode, the Rider White DLC. I don't even know what this stuff is. And you get a blueprint for a weapon called the Ripper. Nobody cares. It'll be out for $29.99 on June 26th for 360, PS3, and PC. Next story is Atlas. At least the price is right. I will oh, say that. 30 bucks is a good price for that? Well, it's better. at least I'm not charging 60 for it. Hmm. All right. Not charging 60. Uh, and there's some... Uh, let's see. Sorry, checking the chat room. 
oh, everyone's debating about active subscriptions and concurrent users and what's most important. Um, the old republic is not dying right now. They just need to do something to keep the, the steam going. I still play Age of, Age of Conan, so. Do you? No. That <laughs> <laughs> still exists. Yeah. It must, it must exist. We haven't heard a story that it died, so it must exist. No, yeah, it must still be out there. I think it went free to play, right? people are still playing Age of Conan? I don't know. I don't know. Check it out. Can I get Age of Conan? Ageofconan.com. Still up. The most savage online game ever. Play it for free. Yeah, it went free to play. What about Vanguard? Is Vanguard dead? Ooh. I think it is, but let's see. Vanguard. No, Vanguard.com is a mutual fund site. Uh, the best <laughs> documentary series you never played. Vanguard Online, I think. Vanguard.station.sony.com. That sounds oh, that more like it. Uh, bonus XP weekend as of this weekend. It's still on. It's, st- it's still running. There you go, man. MMOs don't die. They just slowly fade away. <laughs> they just go get free to play. <laughs> they just go free to play and end up on the station. <laughs> That's what happens to them all. Characters. What kind of classes are in this game? Oh, I'll have to look that up later. Really? No, yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> let's not let's not play Vanguard. All right. No, uh, we're playing Terra. Oh yeah, let's we are play playing Age Terra. Of Conan really together, fun. man. Age of Conan. Yes. Man, he needs more boobs in his life. Really? That's right. the only reason to play that. I think. <laughs> Atlas announces stay of execution for Demon Souls server. I like the, I like the headline there, John. Good job. Uh, let's see. Yes, so this is the news. We thought the Demon Soul servers were going to be shut down on May 31st. Uh, we had a story covered on the show, and Atlas sent out an email a couple of days ago saying, uh, no, we're going to keep going indefinitely, which to me, in my mind, I'm speculating here. I mean, that, that makes me think that somebody approached them and offered them f- funding so they could keep it going, but I don't really know. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was a political thing. Maybe it's an agreement with Sony or Namco. I don't know, but they're going to keep the, the Demon Soul servers online for indefinitely then no new date well it's a good pr move it can't yeah, cost it that much well i don't know i mean if if it didn't cost that much i can't imagine them wanting to have announced the shutdown to begin with so something changed something happened because why would you go through such an announcement just to say oh maybe they yeah, have like a, a, one little tiny home server in the corner now of the office <laughs> yes it's it's running on someone's router as a background task i love it mm. <laughs> Oh, only five guys are playing. All right, let's just just leave it running. <laughs> On my old Commodore sixty four. <laughs> oh, wow! John linked a really interesting chart about MMO subscriptions, but it talks about Aeon having subscriptions, and Aeon doesn't have subscriptions. Well, as Aeon only Aeon did have subscriptions up till about a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that was only. And that's April, a, that's so. a pretty recent chart. Can you still subscribe to Aeon? Maybe you, you, a lot of these oh, free to plays. It does. It does have um, a like a similar to how City of Heroes had a yeah. kind of gold subscription kind of thing. Yeah, so a lot of these free to plays still let you subscribe for a lot of bonuses. But I'm not so. sure if these chart. I'm not sure if this charts count actually counted. Okay. Oh, what's amusing actually is the site itself um, has it has uh, three. It has uh, four charts. Um, for subscriptions, there's the one million to twelve million, which of course has you know, um, the the you know the, the, the big, big heavyweights, yeah, yeah. yeah, the biggies, which is not actually a lot anymore. Well, yeah, that's WoW and Lineage, Lineage Two, the Old Republic, and RuneScape. WoW doesn't have ten million anymore. Uh, yeah, they do. 
They're stable they at 10 million. No, they're stable at 10. Um, and then if you look, but the, the amusing thing is you go to like 0 to 50K and the, the 50K to 150K ones, you can kind of just kind of see where, where kind of the, 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 the old dregs of the MMO world are mm-hmm. and what heights they achieved while they were still either running or not free to play. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, there's an amusing one on the, um, uh, I think it's the third one, uh, 50k to 150k, which shows uh, Star Trek Online, which shot up to just over 100,000 in a month, then went down to below 60k, and then just disappeared. <laughs> and then, of course, went free to play. So Thousands it doesn't matter of anymore. voices crying out at once. Man, Star Wars looks like a little baby there. I know it does, but... The, um, the peak concurrent users chart might be more interesting, which yes. is that oh, you one. you do have that. All right. I want to see that. Because that shows a lot of, um, like, other stuff, like Ameri- mm. uh, like Asian MMOs. Yeah, because not everybody gives out these numbers. You get these numbers more from the free-to-plays because that's where they are most important is the concurrent users. Um, yeah. I mean, for example, on, on, the, on this one... Um, uh, 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 the Old Republic doesn't even feature. Yeah, uh, because it, most likely because they don't give out the numbers. They well, they, they, well, even with the even with the numbers provided by that news story. It oh, it would, doesn't it, even show yeah, up. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Wait, concurrent? You mean people online at the same time? Yeah, Pain? people online at the same time. Oh, I mean, wow. not even World of Warcraft is at the top of this chart. Yeah, this is Fantasy Westward Jewel, uh, Journey. East, leads me to suspect that it's uh, either a Chinese, a Korean, or a, no, it has yeah. to be Chinese. I just uh, two hundred. That's too big of a chunk of Korean population million. all at the same <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> wow, East. Like you know, like like wow, a like a, and like in ter- it's just crazy these numbers in China. Like even like a modest TV show, like a popular show, will be like will have like maybe like what four million, like a few million viewers this like a popular tv show will have like 40 million it's just it's not that it's that show is that much more popular it's just that much more people who are tuning in a lot of these numbers are not current though you know this chart no. peters out around the mid of 2010 so there's a lot of games uh, not being represented well except here. for one of them which stops some way through 2011 yeah big deal Right. You know, yeah, oh, number. Westward Journey Online too. <laughs> you know, it looks like a huge number, but when you think of China's population, like this is less than a, less than a half of a percent, right? Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> There's money yeah, to be made the in only, China. The, the only two that the only the, there are three names on there that I think are familiar, which are the two World of Warcraft ones, as because World of Warcraft the China versions features still features, and Ion. Except that's the Korean one. Which yeah, I all is- Chinese. Zhengdu Online. Ask Tao Tianlong. Tianlong Babu. We should go play Tianlong Babu. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, Parn. Uh, concurrent users feedback. Concurrent users for free to play is a poor number to use, says Parn. And that is that is not a poor number to use. That is the main number to use. Um, that is the one everyone throws about when trying to get advertising support for your free-to-plays because they know that there's a percentage, and it's kind of standard how much of a percentage of your concurrent users is who buys stuff. And a certain percentage of that buys your big stuff. And it's uh, it's fun stuff to use. It is the main number that people who run these free-to-plays bandy about. It's uh, the press that cares about the exact percentage of who plays in the exact number of subscribers. It's really weird. And I've argued with 
um, Anne about this for a long time, but she is in the business of doing this, so she would know. <laughs> all right, so whatever. It doesn't matter anyway. It's all boring MMO news, regardless of whether or not we're right or wrong. Yeah, One no, let's go back true. to hey, some of us play MMOs sometimes, Chris. Huh? Some of us do play MMOs. Yeah, but yeah. no one else wants to hear about it. That's what I've always learned about this These podcast. numbers are very boring. Yes, <laughs> they're boring numbers, and no, <laughs> nobody wants to hear about them. All right. Oh, oh Noodle wants to hear about them. Noodle, here, no. here's, your, here's no. your update. Final Fantasy XIV has chocobos. Go subscribe right. to it and ride your Everyone chocobo. Everyone listen, Carsey, here are your MMO numbers of the week. Two. <laughs> Two. Six. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> And Powerball number 39. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what we've been... Uh, oh, wait, no. There's a review I need to plug. There's a Yakuza Dead Souls review up on the site. I want you to go read it and check it out see what Sam Marcello thought about Yakuza Dead Souls. And she loves Yakuza, and she did not particularly she care for this. She did not particularly care for this, yeah. Wow. Um... I'm glad I didn't buy this one. I've been buying all the Yakuza games to play them later, and uh, I did not get this one. Okay, and I'm so rather a two point five. Yeah. So awkward camera is a negative. Two forms of targeting system for no reason. Negative. Negative combat is a major step down, but there's still lots to explore. Pleasant graphics and well-developed plot for a zombie game. <laughs> that that sounds like such a backhanded compliment. Well, for a zombie game, it's a decent plot. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> this chat room went crazy. All right, so let's talk about what we've been playing. I'm going to lead you off because I am the least interesting man in the universe. Played some more Terra. Played some more Diablo 3. Um, lost $40 to a Wheel of Fortune slot machine in Vegas. And that's that's the extent of my gameplay this week. A little bit of a Hot Shots Golf as well. So... I, I could tell you more about D3, just that I keep loving it, but I'm still stuck in Act 1 because I've been out on business all week. So I, there's nothing really cool for me to say that you can't get hey, To be fair, I was stuck in Act 1 for a while, not because I was too busy doing other stuff, because the game wouldn't work. Oh, really? Well, whenever I wanted to play, there was a, you know, I figured, okay, I can't play tonight, so I'll go to bed early and I'll wake up maybe like at 5 and I'll play like an, for like an hour or two early in the morning. Of course... That's I, I you know I get ready, brush my teeth, had a little, little like breakfast. I set up my computer, I put on my headset, I get ready to play. I'm about to log in. And says, "Hi, we're doing maintenance for the exact time that you wanted to play. Try again tomorrow." <laughs> so I try again tomorrow. I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it or a different time. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna play. Oh, hey, we're doing some more server maintenance this time for eight hours. So screw you." That happened to me like four times in a row. Every time I want to play, they're doing server maintenance. Mm-hmm. Is everyone okay? No one's even listening. Oh, not only that, though, I, I have a problem. I'm getting <clears throat> codes 3007 that just kicks me out of the game completely. Really? And the only way I can stay in is if I if I stay connected to general chat. It's so bizarre, which means I have to, like, and I can't read general chat because I haven't beat the game yet. So I'm just trying to ignore this wall of blue text that alternates between spoilers and people trying to sell their crappy items on the auction house. So, huh. I like. I want to like the game. I want to like you, Diablo. I want to. I, I can't believe you're having such issues. It's terrible. 
Yeah. I, I have, I've hardly touched it in the last week. But then again, I, I was always a bit mad about it. As, as I said on the podcast, I, I, I sort of only started playing Diablo 3 because I had got it free via the annual pass. You know what's weird though? I, I play differently because I, I, I expect to get kicked out at any moment. So if a gold item drops or something, I don't care if it's in the, like in a pile of like 100 enemies. I will go in there and I will get it. Even if I have to die, because I think, well, if the game quits right now, I'll lose that item. So it's changed the way I play. How? Why are you getting booted so often? I don't understand that. I don't know. I have a stable connection. If you look at my internet connection, it doesn't drop. I mean, I can watch like 10 straight hours of Netflix HD movies without ever, ever a problem. Yeah. So. Well, that buffers. That doesn't actually show that you have no drops in your connection, but. I don't know. I've used some other stuff though, where it just drops completely. Like if there is a if there is a break, it'll just rebuffer. Hmm. I don't know. Man. Right. It's frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine. It sounds very frustrating. I have not had those issues with Diablo three. Um, Anna has had There's issues with Diablo three. If you keep on getting the error codes three zero zero seven, log into general chat and try to ignore the wall of blue spam. Can you just, like, shrink it or something? Yeah. Can nope. you? I would hope you... I think you can move that around, can't you? Yeah, see if I you w- can, like, slide it mostly off the side of the screen or something. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to try that out. I hope so. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Or just make it, like, one line or something. You'll miss all your friends trying to message you, but that's okay. Oh, that's oh, fine. Who needs friends? You have Diablo 3. I just want to beat the game once. <clears throat> I, I would have beaten it already. Yeah. that kind of That's kind of lame. That's the... The big issue with to be this fair, stupid... part of that is just bad timing. Like, but you know, it's frustrating because if this was, if I could play this game offline, I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm gonna, I finally have some free time. I set aside this free time to play this game, and you sit down to play, and it's like, hey, the servers are down. See you later. Mm. You know, which is like, it's, you know, I can understand that's just bad timing, but the fact that I even, like, at least with StarCraft Two, if that happened. There were server maintenance or whatever. I could still like, well, I'll just play around with the story until it comes back. Oh, well. Old news, old news. Uh, indeed. All right. Let's, uh, who else? Oh, did you, so that's all you've been playing, right, Manny? When it works, yes. When, when it works. <laughs> Have you finished reading uh, the Book of Cain? The Book of Cain, I'm about halfway through. About halfway through? I'm about... 30% through. I've been enjoying it. It's really well written, um, especially after reading that terrible order book. Um, this is much better. <laughs> Wait, you read the whole the, the, you read the whole thing in the order? Yeah, I, I listened to the whole audiobook, and um, it's so overdone. I appreciated the lore being surrounded by the lore some and, and, and hearing some of the, the stuff they put in there and some of the stuff for the fans, but, you know, at at one point, Deckard Cain uses a Herodric cube in that book, and at that point, I was like, "All right, I'm done. I'm I'm checked out as far as my respect for this book goes, and I'm just finishing this to finish it." Because <laughs> well, what do you expect? I mean, <laughs> if you read a StarCraft book and they don't use power armor, you're gonna be pissed. I guess, but it, it's it it just. It, it, I, I'm. I guess I should be glad he didn't say that's quite a treasure you have there in that Herodric cube. 
I don't know. I just, I just feel strange that like that's the the big complaint point. It's a video game. No, book. seriously. You, se- uh, okay, fine. I, I'm I'm complaining of it from a literal perspective, and I shouldn't hold it to that standard. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh no, this is not a Game of Thrones, and don't even yeah. pretend it is. I it, I've read better written video game fiction though, and I will like what like what I that Infinity game novella that Infinity Blade. Oh, novella. but that was a short novella. They didn't I know. have to span yeah. that out over yeah. 400 pages. I guess I, I'm and just saying. That- that world was a blank slate. It was it was him who came in there and actually gave that universe some flavor. All right. All right. Yep. You know, it's not like with Nate Ken you came in and it's like Chris turn what Chris Metzen's been creating like did for the last ten years and, and uh It's actually you know, it's the same thing there too. In the Infinity Blade novella, the weakest parts of it are when he does have to touch on the gameplay systems. And the less he was bound to that, the better the better the writing. The well, he was the free because they be, the chair went to him to create that universe, basically. Oh, okay. Well, it still Fleshed felt out. like he had to shoehorn a few things in. But yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear, what you're, but it's like I don't read like the StarCraft novel, and when I when they start talking about the CMC power armor or their their big guns, and I thought the, the Mass Effect books were a lot better than the Diablo book or the Goliath. Yeah, well, I think it's because Mass Effect is. Yeah, it's because Diablo and StarCraft are mechanics It's because games. Mass Effect completely ignored the game and just did the universe. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because that's an RPG and it focuses on the story. <clears throat> and I think they could have done that here, too. They could have just completely ignored the but game. But Diab- most of what Diablo is is just mechanics. Hmm. Well, okay, he didn't describe, and thus Deckard Kane clicked on him, and then he turned around and clicked <laughs> on another enemy, and then the, while no, holding think, down like, the shift button. <laughs> let's be honest, where did they put most of their focus in, it's in Diablo 3? It wasn't on the story. Well, in the books it was, but yeah, you're right. I, I guess I, there is I plenty of story and backstory Diablo in the Diablo games, and the book is just supposed to revel in it, and that's why I read it at all, even though I knew it wasn't going to be very good. Um, and I think they could have. Uh, I think it could have been better written. This guy, this writer, in my opinion, just isn't very good. Uh, to, uh, I think he's better than what's the one that Richard Knack. Richard Knack is terrible. He's the worst Blizzard author. So I just listened to the Wolfheart by Richard Knack and then listened to this um, by Nate Kenyon. And I have to say out of the two, Knack did a better job. Oh, wait. Read read the Knack Diablo 3 book. Now that's a piece. I mean, that's garbage. There's you mean Mass Effect 3? No, no, no. The Diablo. He wrote a Diablo book called The Sin War. Oh, it's like is the only like novel old, that's that, the only old, old novel that's still can, canon. Oh, really? How do you figure that out? They oh. made an announcement oh. on the Blizzard page. This oh. is read reading for read the Sinmore. I don't know. I think three and a half stars. You know, on. they're all bad though. It's just you're reading pulpy fiction for because you're a fan and you want more right. of this. World. Oh, but here's the thing: Knack knows he's a pulpy fiction writer. Okay, and this so guy doesn't. Was still this guy thinks he's good. He thinks he's writing suspense fiction, and he's really writing campy suspense fiction, and, and he it makes a difference. He has for his novels, though, and I think that's the thing, though. He, I, I think oh, this really? is only his okay. second licensed book. He's only really written things for himself that have won awards. So it's like to go from that to, all right, start talking about Herodric Cubes. <laughs> he <laughs> I, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have worked it in there. I mean, it's just like, oh, by the way, we just happen to have this weird artifact we think maybe you could make use of that and kane sees the large box whose size defied yep. what was actually fitable though, inside I, I, I wonder, oh my Chris, gosh how what? many diablo 3 fans when they read that line they went oh it's the cube <laughs> not this one and how many diablo f- see 
I'm I'm the target though. I'm the one who got out my old manuals and read all that stuff. I'm the target, yeah. aren't I? I don't know though, because I, I like I don't think William C. Dietz is yeah. a good writer. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really he's a, one of the worst. He's kind of a licensed novels, but I enjoyed the Starcraft two book that he wrote, Heaven's Devils, regardless, because it just filled in some nice gaps. I had Tychus Finley, you know, as the narrator, and it was just like, oh, here's some power armor. Oh, there's a Goliath. Oh, there's some hints of snipers. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was a fun experience while I went running experience. or jogging or was on the bus and I moved on. <laughs> but I don't think the guy's a great writer and I think there was plenty of problems with that book. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe you and I, we have different expectations completely. Yeah, I guess so. All right, here, let me ask you a dumb question um, just to get an idea of where ebooks are in our, in our current culture. Um, I'm, I need to buy a, n- a new book. It's out in hardcover. Um, it's a fantasy book. It has maps in it. Should I get it on the Kindle or should I go and buy the hardcover version? It's about four dollars. Okay, what book is it? That pens largely. Uh, I don't want to tell you because you're going to harass me about what book it is. Also, right? Come on, we just talked about anyway. the Diablo book. <sighs> it is the final book of the Aragon series, Inheritance. Aragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I told you yeah. you would. I told you you would. No, I'm googling it. Oh. Let me see because Aragon you know the is funny? the is the crappy fantasy book that got turned into a movie that basically is the plot of Star Wars, um, but fantasy. And oh, then, please! Star Wars is fantasy. That's a fantasy game. I mean, that is a fantasy. Well, I know, universe. but this one has dragons instead of sci-fi. That's my point. <laughs> you know, because okay. you know really? they're just basically Jedi, are just basically space wizards. See, what, Mike? Really, Eragon. Aragon, yeah, it's dragon, but with an E instead Aragon. of a D. Yeah. Okay, the guy started writing oh. when he was a kid, okay? And it shows, and he puts oh, out yeah, this fantasy book, and then you can see that he learns how to write better and better in each successive book. He's no, he is no Game of Thrones, what's the guy? Uh, he's no George Martin, he's no Christopher Tolkien, or Chris, yeah, he's not even Christopher Tolkien, actually, let's go ahead and say that, but... <laughs> It's fine. He does it's get fine. better, and it's got dragons, and for some reason I enjoyed it. So I'm finishing out the okay. series. Just let me have that. And the point is, I can buy this book in, in hardcover form and have well, the I'm maps in the front this, and smell the paper. Or I you can have f- the new Kindle. I have, I have the new Kindle. Kindle. You have the new iPad, right? I have both the new Kindle and the new iPad. The, you know, you the good thing about the Kindle, the Kindle service is the reason why I, I say never buy from Apple's iBook store is because the Kindle works on every single device you own. Yes. And if there are any big maps or any any big illustrations, it'll look great on your new iPad. So I just and, open up the maps in the iPad and read it on the Kindle? Yeah. Okay. You can do, you can do both. I mean, the, thing, the great thing about it is th- that book will be with you all the time. It'll always be on your little Kindle. You can read it. If you want to get a better look at the maps, you have it on. You can just, you know, it'll or save your bookmark even. and your yeah. pages. And you yeah. just read it on your, check it out on your iPad. Hmm. But there's there's also a zoom function. On I just the feel it Kindle. feels weird to me because I own the other three in hardcover on my shelf, and then I don't have this one. It'd be well, weird. You'd be more likely to read it if you have it on your digital device that's like with yes. you. On your, yes. Then yes. The, yeah, answer your own question. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, once I start reading a book like this, I don't stop. I would I wouldn't be hindered because it's hardcover. I would just read it at night. So it's right. not really a big deal to me. I'm just trying to figure. It feels weird to me to have a series three quarters physical and then get the last one digital but you know the funny thing is like the great thing about the kindle store is that you it literally works on every like electronic device there is so you can right. load up the in the kindle cloud reader on your computer and you can look at those maps in high detail on your computer screen on your laptop i hope on your they're iPad, scanned in, in high on your detail kindle. 
Yeah, I saw that you bought a Kindle from a kiosk in the I in did. Office. Okay, so while I was at my work conference, I uh, won a $500 American Express gift card in a, in a raffle. Really cool, right? Um, the problem is that all the things that were give, being given away um, at these tech conferences, I have most of them. Um, and the only thing I don't have was a Kindle. So I'm like, well, why don't I use this $500 gift card and buy a Kindle with it? And I'm sitting there at the airport thinking about this, and there's this Best Buy Express kiosk right there. And I look, and like, it's got a Kindle in it. And I check the price versus Amazon. It's the same price as Amazon. They're not even charging more just because they're in the airport, which is how I'm... That's how airports work. You walk into an airport, everything costs, what, 25% more, Mike? What do you think? Not in our airport. We have laws against it. Oh, you have laws against it. So your Burger Kings are reasonably priced? Our Burger King value meals are like 10% more than anywhere else and they do that just to cover the rent cost they're not allowed to do a markup just for the heck of it oh okay well that's nice uh anyway so i wasn't used to this and i'm like well this air these best buy kia so i put in my card it works i i the kindle i'm like oh i'm doing this impulse purchase i'm getting a kindle it's awesome and and it it goes to get the kindle out and it comes off a track and the kindle somehow like it's knocked over and wedged upside down and backwards <laughs> inside the thing it's halfway in the receptacle halfway in the in the thing the row where it came from and the machine says um we're not going to charge you but we can't help you and then the immediate went sorry this kiosk is out of order and i'm like well that's not you good. broke it you i broke it broke so it. i went to another one and I, I broke that one too. <laughs> I broke two of them. They didn't actually expect anyone to actually buy Kindles out of vending <laughs> machines. Apparently not. And then I went to the third one, and it worked. <laughs> and you can see my pictures on Twitter of all these wedged Kindles. You know, I, I thought you, I, I was thinking for a second. Did he just spend a thousand, like a fifteen hundred dollars on Kindles? <laughs> Fifty? How much did you? They're one hundred fifty each. How would I get? Oh, to that? okay. <laughs> how much did you think Kindles were? Five hundred dollars. The better question would have been like, had it, what would it fell after it got stuck? And no, like, it did okay, not charge my card. And then it well, okay. So the way the Best Buy things is it, it there's a little conveyor belt, your product gets pushed into the bin and then driven over to the to where you pay, and there's a, a an area it comes down, and then you can it swings open and says, Now take it out and take it out. And um so it doesn't fall down to the bottom. It's not like a traditional vending machine. So what even if, if it fell later, it, it wouldn't work. Move it back and put it back into place. I'm sorry, say that again? If you cancel, does the cart move it back into place? Um, it it doesn't take it out until you finish your transaction. So if you okay. cancel partway through, it doesn't even try to get it. And it did not charge me for the ones it failed on, but I just like I'm the destroyer of Best Buy Express kiosks, and I love that. So That's if you want to you want to troll an airport, just go through and buy all the Kindles and the Best Buy machines, and because <laughs> it won't break charge most you. Of them. Well, it, you're going to get some of them, so you got to be able to deal with it. <laughs> I so know. I'm curious, like really a quickly. Twenty percent ratio there. Go ahead, Manny. I was gonna say really quickly. So now that you have like your first like real e-reader, what this do you think? So cool. It's so much easier to read than the iPad. I like it. Really? I do like it, and um, I'm glad I got it. So I'm gonna. The problem is I don't read much, so that's why I didn't buy one of these on my own out of my own money. I use the gift card. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. Um, glad I have yeah, it. Yeah, I have the the. The eight dollar Kindle with offers and yeah, this is the this is the Kindle Touch three G with offers. The only one that was in the kiosk, but at the same time, it's I think it's the one. That oh I no, would you choose. want the offers one? And I know, I know, I know. But I meant uh, like the touch and stuff. But yeah, this is okay. a yeah. I like the offers. It's you know I've actually gotten a lot of books for like a dollar or for free because of the offers. 
once like, they had this offer, it's like, hey, $10, if you spend $5 on anything on Amazon, we'll give you 10 bucks. It's like, I like there to be ads in Steam to buy Steam games at discount, discounted prices. I like there to be ads on my Kindle to get books at discounted prices. Not it's only, like just anything on Amazon. Yeah. Ah. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty sweet. So here, here it is. All right. So all that book talk. So, so you're, are you going to finish so lightweight. the book it's, It weighs so much less than the iPad. It's like it doesn't hurt to hold this for a long time. No. Of course it's, not. It's so much better for reading. So last last RPG book related question. Are you going to finish the book of Cain? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that's and that's a book you buy physically. Um no question oh, absolutely. about that. Yeah. That's Yeah. What a I think it's just a book. PDF if you buy it digitally. You don't want that. Well, that's basically what ebooks are, right? But yeah. No, don't do it. You want you want the physical version of that. Okay, so there you go. Chris's official recommendation. Get the Diablo 3 Book of Cain, do not get Diablo 3 the order. Yes. And uh, if you win a gift card, buy a Kindle if you already have an iPad. Otherwise, just use the iPad and deal with it. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. John, did you play anything this week? No, I've been playing a few things. Yes. Um, well. I, oh, look at I, this. Interesting. <laughs> I mentioned that I've been playing EVE Online again. Again, possibly against my better judgment. <laughs> you got, you I haven't used died to be real, yet. You used to be so into that game, you were on the... the player council so you should be careful i was not on the player council i was not on the csm chris oh i thought you went to the thing and you were on the council well my my nda is out on that no i was about i was a part of the um the the volunteer organization what does that mean one of them well you know the um i i how much eve online did you play apparently not enough <laughs> the uh, the interstellar correspondence role was to write the in-character news stories that oh, appeared on the news that, feeds. So that's who does those. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, how do you think I? How do you, I mentioned that as my as part of my experience when I applied for a writing job for RP Gamer. Well, I did not read your RP Gamer application. No, you did not read my RP Gamer because <laughs> only uh, I think only Castamel and Ocelot did that. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, no, I read um, all the finalists too. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yes, no, that was my uh, that was part of my experience for getting in. But uh, no, that that that's what I used to do in Eve. I I, I haven't done that in a while. And um, the the three year timeout on my NDA for that expired. So you weren't allowed to ago. say that you did that while you were doing it. Yeah, basically, you to know, keep people it, from well, influencing it, you, you or something. You know, like the, the number of problems that CCP has had with things like that. Yeah. I mean, hell, I was I was in ISD when T, the T twenty stuff went down. Ooh. That was it. Was not pretty for anyone involved. But you know, I, being able to support things like um, the the, the um, establishment of stuff like internal affairs it was, you know, it, that was an important step that needed to be made, particularly with regards to more recent developments and stuff like the CSM. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I, I haven't died yet. Um, I've just mostly just been catching up on my skill training and and some low level mission running. Right. I haven't really sort of branched out. We, I think we were planning on um, last Tuesday, the corporation I signed up with, were planning on doing um, a low-stack PvP roam, but we were all distracted by the Shinies because Inferno had just been released. Okay. Um, so, yeah, most, most of my time has just been blowing stuff up. Like, something something amusing about running low-level missions, and even in something as simple as a destroyer, because you press the button for your guns and everything explodes on almost the first volley. <laughs> I need you to help me build a ship. 
Uh, I'm not an industrialist. Uh, I don't mean literally. I mean, <laughs> I mean coming up with he a means good like, fitting. Help me push buttons. Oh, right. That's all. Any particular, any particular ship in mind? Vexor. Drones. Lots of them. Yes. <laughs> Thank Lots you. of drones. Never mind. Armatary we'll talk offline. Commentary. Very good. Saying saying effort and help. When, when saying buy drones for a Vexor is like saying buy tires for a car, you know? I know. <laughs> I do need tires. That's really all you need. If you don't get shot at, you just need drones and they'll do everything for you. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later about that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've also tried been trying out the um, like community developed stuff for Portal 2. Now that that's all live oh, and everything. the testing initiative thing? Yeah. It there've been some really good puzzles submitted by people. Like I was expecting Sturgeon's Law to apply, you know, ninety ninety percent of everything is crap. But the ones that I've kind of like picked out from to download have actually been pretty good, and they've they've required thought and time to solve. And it's clear that the people who've made them have also put like time and effort into their puzzle making skills in order to make them good so I yeah wonder, most of the, I, was, I just wonder if it's the kind of person who's attracted to even making portal puzzles would, would be the kind of person who would make a good portal or like more likely to make a good level as opposed to like little big planet level or something like that i, I don't know really um it's i'm i think some of it's just um see what valve do with the various puzzle elements with in some of the harder test chambers in Portal Two, and then just sort of build on that, combine them even, or or if uh, in one particular case, just fit as many of those um, aerial faith plate catapults into a level as physically possible, because you know those are always fun. Yes. Um, and yeah, the other the other game I picked up is um, uh, this is actually an old flight sim, uh, uh, the Su twenty seven Flanker flight sim, which was released by SSI in nineteen ninety seven. It's one of the earliest PC games I remember playing, um, and I mostly I mostly picked it up for the two hundred page manual because oh, whoa. I liked reading that when I was younger because it it's one of those old PC manuals that that not only does it give you some basic information about the game, it then just goes off and talks about how to do um how to avoid surface to air missile fire and just in real life yeah in, oh. well, i mean in the context of the game but the, because it's a, a rel, you know it's a, it's a pretty accurate flight sim well as far as accurate went in 1997 sure the graphics aren't stellar <laughs> but it, it, like the the, the 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 physics models good <laughs> the graphics are terrible so I, I think they did pretty well, considering. And but the other thing about it is, it's also got a um, like a pretty well-featured uh, mission editor type thing. So you can basically set up your own sort of combat missions or simulation missions or whatever. And um, it's pretty fun, actually, for a game made 15 years ago. Sweet. Um, and I'm glad I picked it up. I, I even I, I managed to get uh, uh, somewhere on. I think it was uh, Amazon actually sold me a still wrapped box copy of the game. Still wrapped? Yeah, and it's one of those old PC boxes, you know, the huge ones. They just don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't. Like literally. Yeah. I just I just miss them. You know, well, I, they I do, a- they do, but they're all Kickstarter prizes now. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I I used to have a number of boxes, but they got thrown out by my parents about ten years ago because they were taking up space. Yeah, and I, I never I wasn't able to hold on to any of them. I like shame. how now that's become a good thing to have is those big old boxes that everyone's like, man, these take up so much room. We need something smaller. It's and now not, it's like, it, oh, wait, no, 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 we need those. You only want them for, like, nostalgia purposes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a, it, for, 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 for a terrible graphics game made in, in 2000, sorry, in 1997, it's, it's actually pretty good. But I think they, they have released, um, I don't know if it was the same developers, but they have released like more up to date versions now. I know there's a flanker 2.0, which you know everything is just. I think and that, and that was released after 2002 or something, so everything just looks shinier. So I've got one of the oldest versions, and it does look pretty. Although not as bad as um, some of the earliest versions of Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mean, if you've ever seen Microsoft Flight Simulator 1993. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I always expect my uh, buildings to be one entire polygon. <laughs> yeah, isn't no, that normal? Totally, uh, square, so two polygons. Oh. <laughs> oh, one 3D should work. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. no, that, that's actually, I think that pretty much sums up my week, aside from more League of Legends. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, no, no real, no real sort of RPG stuff this time. All right, I'm cool with that. Cool with that. Although I must admit, I am, I am interested by Terra, but I'm not in a position to start playing it. Oh, that's too bad. It's a fun game. Too much, uh, too much other stuff on my plate at the moment. Gosh, I have a cat harassing me to pet her and then another cat snoring on the couch. It's weird. All right. I think they're telling me the show's getting boring. So, Michael, take us home. So, yeah, I think the only thing I really played is Terra. And uh, this is like, <clears throat> I think we have to admit, we were talking about 38 Studios making their MMO and everything. It was like, yes, it's sad they're not going to, but they were going to make the MMO. It was going to be exciting to play action you know, oriented and all this stuff. And I'm like, but I have Terra now. So I'm <laughs> you good. already have it. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to mourn that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, Terra's really... been holding up really well. Yeah. I mean, 35 now. So past the midpoint, at least as far as levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like the last gap before it's like, you know, dungeons and everything could push you all the way to 60, so I'm kind of really looking forward to it. Oh, you don't quest to 60? You have to do dungeons? Oh, no, 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 you can, but there are dungeons you can just run if that's what you like doing. Hmm. Which are we going to do? Uh, we're going to quest because I like the uh, storylines. Oh. Really? Even last we night? We might skip. We might skip. Well, no, I really like last night. It was fun making fun oh, of with you. Oh, yeah, Skype. during that part, yeah. Colonel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Colonel Grumpy. Colonel Ty is in this game and factors <laughs> into the to the e, uh, the Terra storyline. It's kind of funny. The Battlestar actor. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much the uh, the gist of it. Uh, <clears throat> I don't really have time to play much else. I think I've put an average of forty three hours a week into Terra. So that takes care of everything I have to Michael do. Michael has three level thirty <clears throat> plus five. Uh, four five. No, I have five characters, yeah. Three or a 30 or higher. One is 20, and one will be 20 by the end of the weekend. Jeez. 
That's a but lot I'm of hoping, work. I'm hoping to get a 40. Okay. Uh, I got the 35. Pour one out so for your homie? You. What? You're going to get a 40 and pour one out for your homie? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. It's the end so of the bad. show. I'm <laughs> running out of steam and good jokes. I can't think anymore. <laughs> I'm thinking about bratwurst is the problem. That bratfest. Hmm. So that's... And Anna just messaged me. I'm too white to make that joke. Thanks, Anna. All right. So does that mean we're good? Yeah, we're good. All right. We're good. We're going to call it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to provide feedback for the show, the email address is podcast at rpgamer.com. You can also message us at board.rpgamer.com. The forums are back up. Yay. If you'd like to send us a voicemail. Forums are back up. Yes. If you'd like to send us a voicemail. In all their glory. Yeah, people got right back, right back on I have that. a question for the week. Yeah, go for Tell it. Tell me about the video game uh, novels that you've read and which ones you've liked and hated. Yes, your feedback on video game novels. Tell us them. And also, you can tell us over the phone, 608-729-4098. Try to keep it short and pithy. 30 seconds or less is your goal for the voicemails. And then we'll play it right here on the show. And you can also send us a segment if you're like Zoltan. If it's good, I don't really care how long it is as long as it's good. If it's not so good, try and keep it to 90 seconds or less. <laughs> and anything else? That's it. So we're going to catch you next week. What are people? People will be playing Atelier Meruru this week. That's that's a big release. People so. will be packing for E3 this They'll week. Be, yeah, that too. <laughs> How do you guys e- pack in like a week? It's like, oh, I have to go to E3 tomorrow. I better pack tonight. And two hours later, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, it's more and stressful And then you're back in the lane and you realize piece. you forgot that important thing that you needed. If it was that important, I wouldn't have forgotten it. Manny doesn't know what it's toothbrush. like to pack for E3. Uh, he yeah, lives yeah, at man, E3. Actually, I, do. I, I have to put on jeans, scratch, get my wallet and, and my keys. To the train. <laughs> get my wallet and my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he actually grabs like a notebook. Mm-hmm. I know, seriously, dude, a notebook. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> We're done. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll catch you next week at our normal time, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. You can stream it live right here at rpgamer.com slash live at 9 Pacific and uh, be in our chat room like RPG Lover and Freak Girl and Parn are today. And Wolf, thanks for joining us. RPG Lover's going to E3, is he? We'll ask him later. Nice. Yeah, we'll have to Tell us if you're going to E3 and why. Yes. So we can avoid you. I mean... Hang out with you. I'm not going so there. Yeah. First time in 14 years. First time in 14 years. Probably picked a good year not to go. Honestly, it's going to yeah, be. I'm actually looking at him like, you know, I don't think I'm going to miss much. <laughs> no, you're missing nothing. It's going to be a bad year. <clears throat> Once again, all our hopes ride upon Nintendo wowing us. And we've had that hope before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to, we're out for the week. Uh, I need it brought and we'll catch you next week. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.